Um, You're listening to Pensacola's own Walking the Room. Why would you say that? Recorded still, each st- afternoon, once I, a week in Pensacola, Florida. I still have PTSD from Jacksonville. <laughs> and that's there over a week ago. I still wake up at night screaming. They used uh, sometimes, to call it stand sometimes up. They used to in 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 Florida. They used to call it stand up, and now they just call it babysitting thugs. And they're not thugs. They just um. Yeah. I wouldn't call them thug. Yeah. I wouldn't call the people I saw. Thugs. I would call the woman who hit the other woman in the face with her purse uh, a thug. Yeah, I would call. I would the, the my Florida experience was filled with all kinds of thuggery. Okay, we're going to talk about that in a sec. You're listening to Walk in the Room. <laughs> Listen to Walking the Room. Walking the Room. The big announcement: Greg has a book coming out. Uh, it's out uh, July twenty third. It'll be out tomorrow. Yeah, it's, it's coming out tomorrow. Um, and also, when and and these are this is the new. This is this. Uh, this is I'll be fifty when this is dropped and dropped. My birthday's tomorrow. Today's Saturday. Are, are you gonna? I'm gonna spend it in the recording suicide studio. Suicide on the docket. I'm, gonna, I'm spending it in the recording studio. It's gonna go by very quietly. Are you gonna? I'm gonna put horns on. Peel the, your skin off with a potato peeler. I feel like it's already. I mean, I'm already. No, I'm not. I'm, uh, dude, I'm so psyched to leave 49. But I mean, I'm you done that, with my 40s. You, you say that, but I'm looking at you. The right now last half of my 40s. Your hair is pink. I have girls, dude. Okay. We're all in the kitchen. But They're putting I feel the pink like in. I'm, I'm like, talking. I'm putting the pink in. To a brony. I mean, so you need to deal with I that. I am. Look, you have a brony-ish. Here's the thing. Tinge to you. I'm. Right I'm crimson. Right. The cinnamon pony. Okay, so that's upsetting. so I'm cinnapony. Yeah, so, I'm crimson. The cinnamon pony. So who? <laughs> cinnamon pony. Who wouldn't not like that? Is what I'm saying. You you are a brony right now, dude. I'm. You I'm, have the colors of brony on you, <laughs> dude. I'm representing full brown. Why can't it have been blue or cinnamon? Because the girls were doing pink, green. But it's it's it is. I'm, you're a brownie. It wasn't when it started. It was magenta, but it's been through a few washings, so it's pink now. When does it uh, just turn dude colors? <laughs> <laughs> Could you put the? Can, I'm sorry. Do you have anything in man cave? I fucking hate man caves. By the way. If you're listening to this in a man cave, <laughs> get out right now. Uh, you know, Take your big screen plasma TV and get out. I'm okay with a man cave. I'm not okay with a man cave. don't call it a man cave. I don't like What's the problem with a man cave? They're just, they're just ridiculous. What do you mean they're, they're just ridiculous? isolation tanks? They're just okay, dumb. That I, that I agree with. It's a, way to, it's a way to get away they're from your family. Dumb. They're not dumb. They're dumb. They are. It's like, it's like caving in and becoming... Uh, uh, that guy's fucking special. What was his name? You got talking to the mic. The comic. Talking, What's that comic's name? What was his name? The Rob. Guy, uh, Becoming the caveman. <laughs> oh. Uh, Becoming. Fuck that. That's actually touring right now. Yeah. Rob something. But it's a guy Becker, named Rob. Rob Becker's. You're a fucking caveman. Cave, you're a fucking caveman. I hate cave defending man. the caveman. Fuck the caveman. I hate yeah. the caveman. No, but. I hate okay, the caveman. I and that. I hate his cave. I don't okay. like his cave. All right. 
I don't like the simplicity oh, of his oh. dumbass fucking leather couch. And okay. he's like, I'm just going to sit here, bro. This thing's got a thing for chips. <laughs> you can put fucking chips in this. What, what has a thing? Beer for chips? comes out of my cock. What has a thing for chips? <laughs> my fucking couch. It's a, like, it's a bowl and a, and a couch <laughs> for sports chips. I think you're talking about a bouch. <laughs> for sports chips, bro. Well, now I'm sort of. It, it I'm only sort of, gets ESPN. Now I'm sort of interested in the man cave. Like you're selling it to me. <laughs> is there a place to put salsa? Dude, it's a, it's a chair made of chips. Is there? Is there? It's a whole thing's made out of lays. Is there a bowl for chips and a bowl for salsa <laughs> in the? Yeah, you sit in the bowl. You okay. fill the salsa. You get in. It's like a salsa right. hot tub. I mean, I'm down. You get in a salsa hot tub, and you just yeah. and then you have chips. You're talking me into something. <laughs> Oh, I got salsa in my pee hole. Um, so your book, Amazon, yeah, and uh, iTunes, and um, oh, oh, iTunes. Uh, you can buy books on iTunes. You can buy digital books. They sell. They sell digital books now. Yeah, okay. and it also comes out in a hard copy, and it's uh, an eBooks and Goodreads. Yeah, Goodreads. Yeah, Goodreads. Did does that have to go through a process? Yeah, where they have to go. This is actually good. Yeah. Do they have an average reads? <laughs> They've got Website. they've got average reads, yeah. Poor reads, there's poor reads. Um, I also uh, I have a new T-shirt up in a toy merchandise. Yep, there's there's new there's a new black sweater massacre T-shirt. There's a new shame chamber two T-shirt. There are tanks. There are um, actual tanks. Actual tanks. We are selling uh, <laughs> Vietnam era <laughs> tanks. If also tank wanna, tops. If you want to blow a hole in your neighbor's house, <laughs> come on over to us. And you want to do it in kind of a hipster retro way. Get yourself a beard, some old combat boots, and a yeah. 1972 uh, Humvee tank. Yeah, and just blow, and just blow, blow a hole, hole in a friend. Just blow a neighbor's house. Blow a hole in a friend. And then you'll walk in the room. Yeah. Blow a hole in a friend. Um, speaking of blowing holes in friends, I was in Florida last week. Right. And we were just sort of mentioning that at the top of the show. When I was, because I, I said that I felt like, because I was there, I've been there a couple times. They're actually very nice. They invite me out there all the time. And uh, and I usually go with Bodart, Jeff Bodart, um, uh, who just does a fine job featuring and has to. Jeff's really good at, Jeff is actually, and you're not going to want to say this, but Jeff's a good comic to heckle because he's not unlike Proops and that he can pretty much handle anything. And he's, yeah. good with a, he's good with a comeback. That I actually almost, I almost, because he's, I, I, I like that part of him. And so I always take him with there because there's always thugs. There's thugs and idiots now, and people that shout out. Thugs. What I'm talking about is one woman didn't like another woman talking, so she smacked her in the face with a purse. And she was sitting over a railing. So she was sitting above this woman. So she was able to swing the purse almost 360 and bring it right down into her face. And then that woman fell into her glass. And then the table got knocked over. Yeah. And then a bro hit another bro. And nine people got taken out. This is before the opener went on. Well, that sounds like a party. They're just fucking thugs there. So, it's like because there's especially I don't like think you can call them all thugs. I think that there's because a thug has a particular a, a really small like a thug is like a, a fucking a dude who will kick the shit out of you in a parking lot. Doesn't have to be a dude. But but I there's something and the, else. And, there's and the, something, that's that's that, that, that description. That's something else in Florida. Of the crowd at the Hollywood Seminole Hard Rock Casino. That's your that's exactly what it is. It's a bunch of people who will beat you up. In the parking lot after the show, you wait after the show, regardless of how it went, till it f so it will clear out because there's just nothing but dance clubs. So these people are just waiting and sweating until it's time to go a drinking. Okay, but or until their ecstasy hits. But there's something else in Florida. So I start out every set 
by saying I'm married. Mm-hmm. I live in Los Angeles. I'm married. I married a woman, and I say that to ga- to to gauge the crowd, mm-hmm. to see what kind of crowd they are. Right. And I have never had such wild celebratory applause and cheering as I have in Florida. When you say you married a woman? Yes. They like lost their shit. It was like I had started a clan rally against gay people. Like it was like every and every fucking show. It was remarkable. Right. Yeah, that's right. Like That's right. Yeah, like like just out of their fucking they couldn't believe how great that was. Do you then go but I could marry a dude cuz it's legal? No, I say uh, I'd say stuff like, you know, Oh, you're you're living. Oh, you're cheering the pastor, or you know, mm-hmm. you know. I say something like that. I just call them out. I just say make a comment about their ignorance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't dwell on it because it's more of a it's more gauging how what the audience is going to be like. Right. So every fucking show, screaming and and these aren't these people weren't thugs. These are rich people who can afford to go to Drew Carey. Right. Who are also ignorant. Right. And so here's the fucking so. Florida is like you get there and the weather just says leave. Well, depending you know I mean? on the time of year, yeah. Most of the time of the year. So I got I got out and it was the rainy, hot weather. Yeah. My flight there got it's swampy. It's swamp ass. Delayed because I had to make a connector in Dallas. Thunderstorms. We got sent to Oklahoma City. How much gold bond do you think they sell there? All. It's just people just, you just powder yourself when you go there. I've never powdered myself when I went there. What are you talking about? I stay in the fucking hotel room. You got to powder your sack for the walk from the walk, the walk from the fucking hotel to the club. Powder my sack. Powder your sack. Do it up. That's thug behavior. No, that's not thug behavior. Thugs powder their sacks. No, they don't. That's why they're so fucking angry. And they beat people up. No, they don't. They're shit chafes and ruffles all the time. They've got alligator skin down by their balls now from all the chafing. I don't think that's true. Yeah, they have leather. It's literally like human leather right below their balls where they've rubbed together enough they could start a fire under there with the rubbing <laughs> i'm not sure you know anything yeah. about biology you ever smell the florida pussy i don't want to talk to you it anymore. smells like an alligator <laughs> we're right on schedule at this podcast okay so i so i get there and do so a 13 hour flight basically yeah. to sum it up 13 hours to get there that's too many yeah. That's twice as many hours as it many. takes to get across the country. Well, if you get stuck in a fucking tarmac, if you've been listening to me, and you get stuck on a tarmac in Oklahoma City for four hours, it makes it a longer trip. Yeah. So. Well, well how come you went to Oklahoma City? Do you have a gig there? Did you not hear what I said? I don't remember the what the airport in Dallas was shut down. I don't got, remember what, what we show got we're sent, doing. The airport in Dallas remember. was Is shut this down. from the same show I you told you me this? so much. <laughs> Thanks for at least not bringing your ears to the podcast. <laughs> I mean, there's one thing you have to show up and do, and that's listen and then talk. Right Is that now, how this goes? Right now. We have to write that down <laughs> <laughs> and put it on the floor like a set list so I can remember. The airport in Dallas was closed. That was my connector. I got sent to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Sat there. It was about three hours we sat there, and then we went back to Dallas, and then I literally sprinted across the airport. And just got in to catch my flight to, to Jacksonville. Or else I was going to have to spend the night in Dallas and then catch a plane oh, the yeah, next yeah, day. Yeah. Like a total fucking nightmare. So then I got in. I got in there at like 3 in the morning or 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Here's, the th- here's the thing about the South that always just fucking makes my skin crawl. The, there, there, are black, there are black people there that are like, they're like broken by, there's like a, there's like a, a, a version of dudes, and I remember I, you don't bump into it very often, 
But there's the dude who's like he's in a cartoon of racism where he's like, yes, sir. No, sir. And he won't look you in the eye. It's this crazy fucking thing. And it makes me so fucking freaked out when I come across it. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming across when I did a tour of the South. Every once in a while, you bump in a dude and he wouldn't look you in the eyes. And he'd be doing the yes, sir, no, sir shit. And you'd be like, dude, don't fucking do that to me. We're both. I'm not above you. It's really fucking creepy and weird. And it freaks me out. Tip for you. Don't wear your Paula Deen t-shirt. Well, I like her chicken. And I like to present the shit that I like. <laughs> so anyway, that guy was like my that guy was my driver this time, right? And it was a total bummer because he he kept talking about how he was doing a good job, and he he waited a long time for me. He's going to get me there on time, and he's going to take care of me, and make sure I get in my hotel room, and please tell me I did a good job. It was just so fu- it was like such a fucking bummer way to start. Mm-hmm. So then I get there and there's no, I walk, so it's a fucking Ramada. Have you been to the Jacksonville Comedy Works? No, I have not. It's it's in a Ramada. So the the oh, it's in a Ramada. It's in a fucking. Ramada. Oh, so you really didn't have to leave the hotel. I really didn't have to leave the hotel because you were because the show's in the hotel except to get food. Right. So it's in a fucking Ramada. There's no green room for the comics to hang out in. Right. You have to go back to your room mm-hmm. between shows. Nothing wrong with that. There's no space backstage right and then it's just it's just got that weird vibe of there's no actual there's no actual club it just doesn't feel like a club when it's like that right so it was never like the three of us were ever hanging out like right. on a does it is it shaped like a club or is it shaped like a banquet no, room? no it's it's not shaped like a banquet hall but it's like it was like wide and weird and you could just see into the kitchen there was no wall between the kitchen and the clubs oh yeah you, you're just like standing on stage looking at them cook right like, it was just fucking crazy. So it was like a Ted's. <laughs> it's like doing stand-up in a Ted's where you get buffalo burgers. I love that. Did similar. you order something from the stage? Because I would have. No, because I never looked at a menu. I didn't. was terrified of eating the food. That's the other thing. Like, I, when I got there, I was starving because I hadn't been able to eat because the planes were out of food because uh-huh. we never fucking got off and I had to run straight to another one. Anyway. So I had to go to a shaken steak or something, or uh, shaken steak. Yeah, it's, so it's, like a, shake. it's like a McDonald's or something, right? I mean, it well, was it's just, a little bit better than a McDonald's. Is it? Yeah. How? Well, because you you get steak. I don't think I didn't. I, I don't think the steaks saying. are pretty good. Steaks are classy. <laughs> like if you if you're having steak, that's what classy people do. That's a, they have that all the time on Mad Men. And I just yeah, and I got served by a, a woman who was who basically should have said. Hey, uh, did you get the shake as well? I did not get a shake, although or, they pushed that shit. Yeah, but well, like, the shakes are good. She walks over my table and she goes, "Happy hour starts in ten minutes." And I look at my watch, and that it's ten minutes to three. Yeah. So their happy hour for shakes begins at three a.m. Yeah. So they're basically saying, "Drunk idiots, please come." Right. I. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Here's the thing: it doesn't matter what the hour is. If I have a shake, it's a happy hour. That's a good hour. Yeah, but. They're giving you a price off at three in the morning. So you have a couple of them. Discount. So you order a round I don't have them. any because it's three in the morning. I don't want to have a fucking shake. But you have a steak. I didn't have a steak. I had uh Wait a minute. Chicken you went to shake fingers. and steak and you had chicken fingers? Because it was all burgers. You, I don't understand you. Why? I don't want to fucking shake it. Wouldn't I don't you, want to shake it at take, take, take a risk. If you're going to take a risk That's and not go a risk. To, the, to the one place that's open wouldn't you have their fucking marquee item they didn't how, seem how good like the, how good were the chicken fingers? they didn't seem like steak chicken experts. fingers is not a better ch- there was <laughs> nothing about that place that you walked in and went oh this looks like a very good I steak shop to, i happen to know that they're steak experts 
Nothing. I know <laughs> steak experts. They're, they're not steak experts. I know they're steak experts. How do you know that? Uh, because I know the people that run Steak and no, Shake. No, you don't. Oh, uh, maybe I'm thinking of Cake and Shake. You're thinking of Cake and Shake, which is a much better. You know, I'm not thinking of any of that stuff. I'm thinking of a story merchandise. Are I know th- those guys. Are you thinking of just cakes? I might just be thinking about cakes. My birthday is tomorrow. I'll be 50. Okay, so then I go. I I just put my stuff in the room and I went over there and I ate and I walked back and I get back to my room. And it smells so fucking bad in the room mm-hmm. that it smells like it smells like a, a hotel room diet inside of my hotel room. Mm-hmm. Like it's got that musty, gnarly mm-hmm. smell. And so I go down to the do the desk and I go, I don't know how to put this. Do your rooms just smell bad? <laughs> and he goes, What do you mean? I go, Well, the room smells really bad. And he goes, Oh, well, no, I'll get you another room. That means someone didn't do their job. So in this hotel. The, the the staff's job is to cover up horrible smells. That's right. how I took that. Well, here's the thing. So it's it's if you are in the South and you're in a hotel room, those rooms just get wet. They oh, just get it wet. It's just humidity. So they just get dank. So Fuck. they got to go in there all the time. And however, the, I don't know how the, what the removal process is. I don't know if you suck sad out of the air, but... <laughs> You know, I mean, that's it's hard to suck sad out of the air, but that's what it is. But we we were in Indiana one summer, and our hotel room fucking just stunk. And they, but they all did. The whole fucking the hallway it stunk. It's just gnarly. Yeah, I mean, also this wasn't a. This was the only hotel room in, in where we were. This is the only hotel there it was a. It was like a Ramada or something like yeah. that. You know, it wasn't it wasn't. Uh, you know, we weren't staying at the St. Regis, right? Uh, in Princeton, Indiana. So. Because uh, there no such thing. There wasn't even a there wasn't even a coffee shop there. But um, it just stank, and then you just had to like just you had to just what you had to do is drop to its level. So then we all smelled like feet. Right. Well, that my my when I got home, my whole suitcase. Now is Drew was at the right. same place. Yeah. He but he's in he's in the the fancy suite. The like president's one, suite. Yeah. They have so like he just suite. has more stank. I imagine he would. I can't just, imagine it was just more wet. I can't imagine it was better. I can't imagine it was yeah. like. Much, but they moved me into the, another room that didn't smell as much. Yeah, but that's pretty cool that they just said no problem. Someone didn't do their job, right? So anyway, so the weekend, I would say, I would. Were say, you there for Ramada Don? Yeah, of course I was. <laughs> the hotel I mean, holiday. That's why I went there. The holiday, it was, it was the, the hotel Ramada Don celebration, Ramada and the you know obviously a lot of the um, uh, what's the word? Chicks. Chicks come. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the word is. I'm not sure what you're looking for. I'm trying to say pilgrims, but that's not the right word. All the pilgrims come to the Ramada. Is that right? For the celebration I love of yeah. uh, Ramada Dawn. <laughs> and uh, that was great to be there for that. That was just fun. <laughs> I like to see their outfits. So, end of, let's just go cut to end of weekend. I would say most depressing weekend of comedy I've ever done. Did, well, your show's not good? No. They weren't good. And who was the feature act? Louis Katz. Louis Katz. He's a New York guy. I know Louis Katz. Yeah. So uh, so he was, you know, he was fine. But, like, I'm not. And when you go do these things, do you and Drew hang out? Do you guys go get a lunch? Well, we didn't at this one because it was, he had his girlfriend there, but also it was just a weird area to, like, be in. Like, it wasn't like there was a, hey, let's go here. It was just like, it was like you, it was almost like staying at a gas station. <laughs> On the side of the highway. I'm starting to... I'm thinking about opening a couple of those. <laughs> Gas station and comedy club with, one, with three or four hotel rooms for just for the acts. 
So it was a fucking, uh, it was unpleasant. Yeah. And I was depressed for two days after that. No, I'm sorry. Or, about like that. deeply depressed. Uh, so, but that also might have been another reason, which we can cover in it. Yeah, we'll come back and cover it. The Trayvon we'll Martin uh, thing happened while I was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. Uh, you listen to Walking in the Room on the All Things Comedy Network. Network. It's a network of stars. Is this comedy if we talk about uh, Trayvon Martin? Uh, well, it's all things comedy. So meaning, some some things aren't funny, but they are in the but they're they're in they're, comedy. But they're in the, no, but they're in the in the heading of things. <laughs> so you can have all you can have things. You have all things comedy. This is part of our things section. We call and by the way, everyone knows segment two is on the blows anyway. Even though that's not a fact, but that's what somebody said to us once, and we've never let it go. No, why would we? Uh, Hold on to that shit. Bitches. Put yeah. it, wrap it tight, and shove it down inside your belly, and keep it there forever. PF Flyer. Don't. Uh, what? Sent the monarch some shoes and thank them. We get good shit, dude. People like the band. What are? What kind of shoes are they? I'm wearing them right now. They're high. They're uh, the tennis shoes. Like, PF Flyer's uh, been around forever. They look like Converse All Stars. They've been around since the same. They're the same. They were like the other brand. They were the so other they brand. Were the, during they that were time. the ripoff guys. Um, no, I think because they, they had they they made the Bob Cousy show yeah, shoe, so they were around. They were on the you know they'd be like the equivalent of Nike and Adidas at that yeah, time. I don't, I don't think so. P. Flyer, Bob Cousy, basketball star. No, I know who exactly who he is. You yeah. have to fucking P. F. Flyers. Me. I have P. F. Flyers. I, I have on. a lot of Bob run, jump, run, run, run faster, jump higher. I have a lot of that Bob Cousy posters in my man cave. Well, yeah, I fucking hate your man cave. Really? Because it's I, actually just I used a to vagina. run. One time, I my grandma had bought me. A pair of PF flyers, and I ran out of the department store that she had purchased them for me, and then into the street. Did you get killed? And my grandma goes, "What happened?" And I said, "Grandma, it's these shoes. And they're so fast." But I, I think straight. that was the beginning of the lies. Thirty-three. I was thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, like a Kevin James bit. I don't want it to be. Yeah, well, it is because he does a whole bit about putting on shoes and running around. Um, so you're basically Kevin James. I mean, I mean except without the, without the money. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Grown Ups 2. Or the plugs. We really recommend Grown Ups 2. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> this, our podcast is brought to you by Grown Ups 2 and, uh, yeah, Grown Ups 2. <laughs> That's right. Our podcast is brought to you by Grown Ups 2 and, uh, yeah, it's Grown Ups 2. <laughs> All Things Comedy Network. So when we were there, it was when the Trayvon Martin uh, thing came down? The, dis- the, uh, the decision. Which the um, I, like I get, I totally get. You read what happened, how it all happened, and I get that they couldn't convict. Let's not celebrate. Is that cool? Not celebrate it? Yeah, let's not celebrate it. Depends on where you live, like right? Like lady applauding at the bar in Jacksonville. Woo, clapping. That's a little much. It's crazy. It's crazy. I I actually don't understand how. Um, I mean, I understand how the case was tried. I just, there's evidence that the dude pursued him. Even if he punched him 30 times in the face because he was being pursued, then the guy shot him. That's not how the law works. Stand your ground. And I'm telling you, stand your ground. In California, he might be able to get away with it because it's not about 
nothing that happens up until the moment of the physical conflict is illegal. Matters. I know. So you could really do whatever the fuck you wanted and then mm-hmm. get it, provoke a guy and then kill him. Mm-hmm. But even still, let's just take all that and put it aside. I'd like, How about I'd like, as a white dude, <laughs> if black people who we enslave and who uh, are clearly their 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 economic situation is not as good as ours, no. and they've had some troubles over the years. How about if something like this happens, you shut your fucking dumb hole and let them blow off some steam? What about that? I'm all, I'm all for it, bro. Yeah. How about if um, how about if the defense doesn't fucking celebrate also and t- what do the a press fuck co- was and have that? A, have a press press conference as though they just won the NBA finals? They they should have then been shot. Those I think that would have been right. The biggest fucking pieces of shits on earth. Those guys were. It was like this isn't the time. Shut your mouth. You won. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that were like George. No, it was almost like uh, uh, no. But it was what sports did it teams. Us to do it was sports just... teams, right? It felt like sports teams. In yeah, a way. it was. Yeah. But it was also allowed that just that that undeniable racist wrinkle in this country to just fucking just crow its head, just fucking come, just it just like it's it's insane because now that we have the ability to see it all because everybody has a platform, it's insane how racist. Can we, we are. can we call it the Racist Fourth of July. It, that's a racist Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> we because that's bombs. That's a little bit how it felt. It was. It was. It was literally like they won something, and they were all going to get rings. Even though you know how many tweets I got of people like he's not white man, he's Hispanic. Cool point missed. <laughs> Congrats on missing the point. Yeah, that's not what it's actually about. No, I know. Uh. So that would that led to my depression. But it is here's something though I have to say, and I think it's probably fear of the black man. Yes, a lot of this is fear of the black man. But which also, afraid, which but is a great movie. But here's something I think is interesting: when you're afraid, when you're afraid of the black man, it's because you assume he knows more than you, or he's better than you, or he's more dangerous than you. More dangerous. And so a then lot of you time. treat him like an adult, because adults are scary. So. So rather than ever acknowledging that this kid was 17. Oh, right. I see what you mean. He was never treated as a child. No. And same with um, um, uh, the, uh, uh, Gentelle. What was her name? The girl. The, the, uh, the girl was on. That he was on the phone with. She had it. They, a, they she... never treated any of those people like they were children. They're fucking children. Right. They were children. Yeah. They were fucking children. But that's the other thing. And this fat fucking wannabe cop piece of shit. Piece of shit. George Zimmerman is a piece of shit. I don't care if you couldn't convict him. That's the fascinating thing about this whole case. See, I'm also dyed in the wool, left wing, like... Yeah, but I also... That doesn't even matter. If you have ever, in your life, come across the security guard... At a place who's being a fucking dick like he wants to be a cop. Yeah. Or any guy who guards something. The guy at the concert, the fucking bouncer. Those guys, the guy who wants authority, the cop guy who can't actually be a cop. That's who fucking George Zimmerman is. He's that fucking douchebag. 
he's that guy that wants to do that. He wants to fucking strut around and be him, be the big fucking big man in the housing complex and have control of all the shit. He's the fucking dick that everybody has run into and been like, what in the fuck is happening right now? Right. Who the fuck are you? He's right. that dude. He's right. the security guard at Sears that gives you too much attitude yeah. when you ask him where the power cells Un-fucking are. Unfucking believable. It's so true. That's what he is. So you can celebrate the victory all you want, but at the end of the day, you're celebrating a guy who's a fucking dick. He was a dick. He's a dick. Yeah. And my favorite part was I watched the reenactment, and I always go back to this one. There are two moments I go back to. Number one moment, he said when he was fighting with Trayvon, Trayvon saw his gun and then yelled, you're going to die tonight, motherfucker. Which is totally cool if it's Death Wish 2, but it's real life. <laughs> and that shit don't happen. Yeah. That's just not how it works. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is when he said, you know, he, he went, he got out of his car and he was looking around. And then all of a sudden Trayvon walked up to him and he said, and Zimmerman said, and then I reached for my phone. Did you? Did you security guard guy, wannabe cop guy? You reached for your phone. You didn't reach for the gun thing you had when the black guy came. You reached for your phone? Like that kind of shit, I just go fuck you. You're a lion cunt. You're a he's lion, a lion piece, piece of, of shit, shit too. He didn't uh, like. It's just, uh, it's fucking. So it makes me fucking sad because, like that. That also depressed me because here's the thing, and we've talked about we've talked about the gun stuff before. You guys, should we have gun guys who listen? And there are completely reasonable gun guys I've talked to, and then there are fucking idiots. Like there's, the, it runs the gamut. Ted right. Nugent, if te, if you believe what Ted Nugent says, you need to rethink some shit. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute, you, what about Wang, Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang? No, Do you have to rethink right. that. No, you don't have to rethink that at all. That's like, but that's like, that's like the Constitution. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know what I mean for pussy? Right, right. right. <laughs> okay, because I mean, when you say, are you referring to his whole body of work or just? Probably everything in the last 25 years. I, I would say it's more recent work. Yeah, yeah, it's more recent work. But the, the original, the Nugent Constitution, is is pretty hard to poke holes in. Because mm-hmm. it is Sweet Poontang. Well, and you have to say Wang Dang. You do. What else you are you going to say? Well, because it's so sweet. I mean, those are words. He's a poet. He should use them, right? He thought them up. They came out of his beautiful brain. Dude, he's like one of the beats. He's like Ginsburg in those guys. He, like, he would have like been Ginsburg. a beat. He would have been a great. How was he not on the road with Kerouac? Like, I don't know if, how if he the, just... If the time had overlapped, those guys would have been out there together. They would have been fucking soulmates. Yeah. Nugent and Kerouac. It would have been... It probably would have ended up like being one of the great songs. Because they would have talked about their burning souls, and then one of them... Then, then Ted would have put an arrow through an, a, a living animal. I don't think there's anything more beautiful... Or heartwarming than to watch a man shoot a pig from a helicopter. <laughs> First off, <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, how's that not a Christmas video? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's walking the room. <laughs> a man shooting a pig from a helicopter. Holy fuck! <laughs> Do you know how it's confusing that's gotta be for that big? <laughs> I'm just running around. Not, I'm just running they around. Did not warn me about this. Like there's some shit as a pig you're prepared for. This is in none of the pig books. Right? Like I know, I know all about bacon and shit. I realize I'm living food. Right. But right? But I figure that shit's just gonna come with a like like there's just gonna be someone's gonna whack me in the back of the head and then I'm bacon. Yeah. I'm not thinking it's coming. 
from a metal dude in a, in a flying thing. Oh my god! No, it's horrifying. It's none of the pig books. Not a good time to be. What a is pig. your favorite of the pig books? Um, I would say shot by a drone. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say green eggs and ham, but <laughs> you're right. Shot by a drone. Obama's drones really have gotten out of hand when when there's collateral pig damage. Oh my god! Yeah, but the bacon. <laughs> You're, you're, you're just sitting there, and if your house survives, it's just covered in bacon. You know, there's nothing better than a piece of bacon from Shrapnel Farms. Shrapnel Farms remembers. Oh, so I think my, my whole point is, and I've said it before, you gun guys won. You know what I mean? You guys won. You, you won the war. You get to have all your fucking guns. Now you get to make laws that can literally allow you to murder someone if you want. Mm-hmm. So you, you want people get to go in and shoot up schools and your answer is more guns instead of like, hey, let's take a look at this. So you want you got you all your guns. So I would just like to put out the request that when a shooting happens or something shooter relating ha- related happens, you just shut your fucking mouth shut and let us blow off steam because all we have left is to blow off steam. And pretty soon we're going to start picking up pipes and hitting you over the head and going, where's your gun? Shut the fuck up. Shut your fucking mouths. That's all we ask. Let let us blow off steam because we have nothing left, and we don't have guns, and we don't have guns. So, I mean, seriously, yeah, we could get yeah. guns, uh, dude. I I would live fifteen minutes with a gun. I would have it, and I then I would live, be in yeah. a bloody pile on the floor. I wouldn't live long either. No, I would. I would. I would. I I honestly think it. Like we're like this country is so fucked up, and this is just a, a great example of how fucked up it is. We're just we're just so fucking different. I don't know how we stay together. Baseball? Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking about baseball. Did you no, I'm saying, baseball? I'm saying base, is baseball the glue that keeps us together? No. I don't know. I don't know. What's the point? Is it econ- an economic reasons? Why can't New York and California split the fuck off? Secede, you mean? Yeah. I mean, Texas wants to, and nobody seems... I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have a problem with that. They can go. The whole southern area. I'm. I'm fine with everyone just. I'm not. I don't. You know. There's something. There's so much to like about the South. There's. There. There really are. Good things about the South, and there are beautiful places in the South. It's gorgeous. If the South was a relative, you wouldn't talk to it anymore. I mean. You wouldn't invite it over. When it did come, you'd be like, "Fuck." Well, that's just that's just the loud. That's just the ones that blow. That's the, what you're talking about, though. That's the ones that blow off steam. There are plenty of southerners that are just lovely. Yeah, but not the way they not the way they govern and their policies no. and everything else. They they are the complete opposite of us, and it's only getting more and more extreme. It's not right. getting closer to anything. Right. As long as fossil. And by southern, you mean Australia? I'm talking about Australia. Yeah. yeah. And the Mexico place. I fucking love Australians. I just want to go there. I they wish all my are, friends. I wish all my friends lived there because I want to go. That's the only thing that would keep me from Australia is the fact that my band is here, and my family. Like I would, I would love to be in Australia. They're they're on fire every year now. I know, but they have. A, they I don't know. have. They don't have winter, Look, fall. I know they have a lot spring of, and summer. They have winter, fall, spring, and fire. fire. I know they do. I know they do. And then they just uh, burn, and then then they go. Some of us know, made it, and just, then they it's have such a, a better. They're just. I know they have their problems. I know they have their racists. I know there's. I know it's it's not a whole. It's filled with people, and people are awful. But there's just something I really love. We about are. There. It just. It doesn't feel the same way it feels here. No, we it are. It feels so much really worse. tense here. 
It's very tense here. It feels really tense here. I just put this out there. I am completely ashamed of this country. That's how I feel about it. I'm 100% completely ashamed of it. I think it's just a shameful fucking... Well, I feel like the... I feel like I'm only ashamed of the parts that get to... Like... It's also... Those are the things that get the press. That's the stuff that people know about us. You know what I mean? There's a lot to love about the people here and, and a lot to love about this country. But... Then there's Fox News, and then you just go, well, maybe it's a shitty, maybe it's a shithole. <laughs> maybe this place is a shithole, because that exists. Like, that that exists, and people are okay with it. Like, people are okay with Neil Cavuto, and people are okay with Sean Hannity, and people are okay. Well, like, I didn't tell you about this. Uh, I talked about, uh, it was on Will. Now, are we at all near comedy, or we're still no, in we're things? we're completely far away. By Sometimes the way, shit happens. I love, I, love the, I, lo- I love that we, I, I do actually like our, the description using all things comedy as, like, sometimes we just talk about things. Yeah. So I, I, I talked to Will Anderson about this because he's from Australia on his podcast. But On his podcast, he's from Australia or he's Australian? Yes. <laughs> so when me and my wife were in Seattle, we were in a, in a restaurant with our son and a dude came in, black guy, dressed like a golfer, looked like a dude who'd been golfing. But he clearly wasn't golfing. He was sweating and acting weird. And he had his hand in his pocket. And he walked around the restaurant for a couple of minutes, and it was like he was trying to talk to the host or whatever. The manager came over to talk to him, and there was something odd happening. And everyone in the restaurant tensed up. And he had his pocket; he's had his hand in his pocket the whole time. And everyone in that fucking restaurant was thinking, "This guy has a gun, and he's going to take it out and start shooting." That's not how I want to live. Like I get that. I get that you guys want your guns because you can shoot that guy. But I don't want to live that way as when the guy comes in the fucking door in the first place. Right. That's how I don't. I was sitting there the whole time going, oh, this is cool. This is how I have to live my life with my kid thinking, how am I going to save his life from the guy who might have the gun? But I don't want to fucking live like what, that. What, what, what the, the, the fucking where the gun people have you is that they've, they've created the solution to the problem they've created. Right. And their solution is to use the problem on the problem. Yes. And so you're fucked because you're in a Completely matrix of fun. like, well, you better have a gun. Right. Let's, gun. let's arm the teachers. Interestingly, nobody wanted to arm Trayvon Martin in this situation. Nobody suggested that he have a gun. As a matter of fact, there is a picture. And if jail. he had had a gun and he'd shot no. Fatty beforehand, he'd, be, he'd be in jail. Forever. But and also, that's also the state that put the woman away for 20 years because her husband, who beat her regularly, uh, she fired a warning shot into a wall near him and uh, she got 20 years. I think there was a little bit more to it, but I haven't, I've read some things that like she had a history and she may have shot also towards the kids. Um, but. Well, I mean, did you, have you met her kids? Mouthy. Loud. Um, white. Well, kids. that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, this isn't very funny, is it? It's all right. But that's how I feel. I mean, they just sitting in that restaurant and going, "I don't, I don't want to live like this." Who the fuck? Who the fuck wants to live like that? There are I people felt that, that way like, sometimes just when I've ordered fajitas. <laughs> that's the exact way. Like I've sat in a restaurant, ordered fajitas, and said, "I want to live like this." It's not what I want. To, I don't want to be. I don't want a hot platter, and have to roll my own. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't. So I mean, I, I get where you're at. Am I not? Am I not understanding what you're saying? Or am I getting no, I it entirely right? I'm talking about Fuddruckers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fuddruckers, where you make your own burger. Yeah. I, you I know what? Make it like for that. me. Here's yeah. the thing. Just make it for me. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to go to the community catch up. No. 
right? No, that's I don't want to glop and slop when you've already key, just. Here's the thing: the, the reason key to ketchup is the, is the Zimmerman of condiments. No, do you think ketchup is like relishes? Do you? I if I am near a community condiment, I like to lick it. Do you do that? Do you just walk up to the and just lick it? No, I do what I do with pie. What's that? I drop my sack in there and leave my ball print. We'll be right back. We'll, take a break. we'll come back after that. <laughs> so, um, I usually I try to fly Virgin Airlines. Yeah, not the people. And when you're not the people, you mean you try not to fly on virgins? I try not to fly on virgins. Correct. The thing is, the thing that I think a lot of people, to clarify this for Australians, in America, virgin men and women can fly. Yes, but they're they such get, an anomaly that they can fly. But you get to shoot them out of the air and then fuck them if they if you hit them. Well, that's what that's what Nugent's Pussy Ranch is all about. <laughs> so every summer, there's an encampment at Ted Nugent's Pussy Ranch. <laughs> where he shoots virgins into the air or lets them fly on their own. Sometimes that's what makes me think that they're not actual virgins because he uses catapults for some. And then you shoot them out of the air and you can fuck them while the air runs out of them. Let's just be thankful that Ted Nugent has a pussy ranch. Let's just be thankful that we live in a country where his right to have a pussy ranch right? is protected. It's not. It's, it's in the Constitution. And he what he may yells, have a pussy ranch. What he yells when he fires those people out of the catapult to shoot them like they are um, uh, ducks is mm-hmm. uh, stand down. <laughs> stand down. Um, although I will say it's supposed to be a well-regulated pussy ranch, but that's a whole. That's the spring. Yeah, court. but you know what? It's those. <laughs> But it's those government regulations that make him have to charge that much more. And then he's got to also. Right. All of his employees have to be have to have insurance. Right. Because of fucking Obamacare. Right. What we're saying is pussy's terrible. Yeah. So I like to every once in a while. I don't know why our show's not more popular. (laughs) Every once in a while I pick up uh, the airline magazine that is in the. The pocket. Do you ever read the airline magazine? I try sometimes. I mean, it's fucking tremendous. It's always tremendous. Well, they do a great job. This I, one, I, I can only imagine the journalists that work for those magazines are so happy where their careers ended up. Oh my god, how could you not be? When you have a column in an airline magazine, although I would imagine you do get read quite a bit. Um, there's a great article in here uh, interviewing Tony Orlando of Tony Orlando and Don. For those of you who are 98, <laughs> fantastic. Um, I really recommend that. Uh, so. It's called American Way, this magazine, yep, American Airlines magazine. Right. And people write in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read you a letter. Now, do you think they, they really write in? Well, after, we, after I read this, you tell me. Okay. A, a must read again and again. I work in the entertainment industry, and part of my job is managing magazine in Latin America with a circulation of over 270,000. So this person's coming out with a straight-up brag. They work in entertainment, and they manage a Latin magazine. I mean, yeah. So they're clearly a good manager, because the best managers do manage... They do manage magazine management. ...newspapers or a Uruguayan magazine. But also, I I, I don't understand... Like, I don't know how you manage... Like, I don't know how you get a magazine work. 
Well, you can get them on manager. Conan or okay. <laughs> get him okay. a, a spot on the. Is that where show. Conan's got? Is that where Conan? Is that the level Conan's at now, where he's just interviewing yeah. editors of magazines? I saw. <laughs> so you edit golf. What's that like? He had uh, he had a sixteen uh, forever magazine from Brazil <laughs> on the other night, which is pretty great. He's trying. Um, I love American Way because. There is always something new to learn, even from the same article, which is unbelievable! Exclamation point. Right now, I am reading it for the twelfth time this month. I usually read other magazines only once, but I read American Way many times. Oh my God, I'm on. <laughs> oh my God, I'm on my way to New York City, and guess what? I'm going to be reading again for the 14th time on my way back. Maybe question mark. Okay. So what happened here? Wait, what wait, happened? He, but is he reading a particular article or just the whole, <clears throat> the whole magazine? He just keeps reading it. He just keeps reading. <laughs> so because airline magazines are great. And each time you read it, you go, Oh, that's interesting. That is a, a good cup holder. Yeah, or you discover something new about yourself. Right, you can discover something new about you right. yourself. I didn't know I was molested until I read American this Way. This guy is either this guy is either a cocaine addict, or, or, and this is where I this is where I think it goes. Uh-huh. I think that there's a dude who was hired <laughs> to fake write letters. And he's just now just straight up going, fuck you to his job <laughs> and writing the most absurd, over the top fucking nonsense. And his boss has no idea because his boss is a fucking moron. <laughs> I, I manage magazines. So I know, even though I'm calling that the entertainment business and nobody refers to magazines as entertainment. No, it's not. Are you in magazines? <laughs> What's show business like? <laughs> Have you met John Bon Jovi? Do you know how many times I read an airline magazine? Love oh, airline gee, magazines. Good God. The sometimes best. 30 times, sometimes once a day I'll pick it up and go, there's got to be something. New. Oh, Jesus wow. Christ. I found something new again. Did Tony Orlando really have that many hits? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he had tie a yellow ribbon, right? Yeah. And then I don't remember anything after that. That's all there was, I think. I mean, he did the show. He had a hit when you could sing a song that went, tie a yellow ribbon right. around the old oak tree. Right. Before people started fucking. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. So now I'm going to read that magazine every single time. I'm in a, news, in a plane I love because it. that's insane. There's I a love crazy it. person writing the letters for American Way magazine. I love it. It's awesome. Dear American Way, I'm standing naked in my hotel room and I've jerked off to your magazine for now <laughs> the 15th time. It's just an article about where spoons are made. I stay near the <laughs> airport so one of your when one of your planes comes in, I time it so I come right then. Thank you, American Way, for a fulfilling experience. Oh my god! Touchdown! 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 <laughs> That's fucking amazing, dude. So, um, That's amazing. What What happened with you? You You uh? Oh no, we just we, we, this is not. I, we played the other night at a place called the Down and Out, which I don't know if you've spent any time downtown right now, but downtown in Los Angeles has gotten really yeah. yeah. So we got asked to play. There's a band that uh, we've done shows with called Crime Rock, and they're these two. They look like Matthew McConaughey brothers that wear uh, 
they're fucking they play crime rock they play it sounds like their music sounds what does exactly that mean, crime like, rock it sounds like um it's like nick cave but kind of noir a little bit grungy but reverby i can't explain it It just sounds no, like it sounds exactly it's and it's all songs about you know murder. what i'm it's hearing all I'm, songs about murder you know what i'm hearing right now hmm. dun dun the Law and Order thing. That's all I think. That's that all they, they play. They play the Law and Order theme. <laughs> and they play it over and over and over again. And at first it's funny, then it's annoying, and then it's hilarious. But right. we play this club called The Down and Out. So I don't spend any time down there. But the fucking, fucking place was packed. And, and I thought, okay, well, when, when Crime Rock gets off, their fans are going to leave, and it's just going to be us cleaning up the fucking mess. Right. Nope. People fucking around. stayed at this bar, which was filled with... Here's what was, what was cool about it. So the night was free. It was filled with everybody, Latin gang members. I'm sorry? Yuppies. Actual gang members? Barflies. Or are you racially profiling? Black people. Did you say butterflies? <laughs> butterflies. <laughs> Conch shells. Were there any cicadas? I, I may have been in somebody's closet. <laughs> I may not have been in the show. But here was the rad thing. And then they had security guards. Just ah. randomly placed around the place. Yeah. It was the best night I've ever. We, we, we did great, but it was just a fucking, just an amazing. Downtown is fucking awesome. Like yeah. I was, like I, I know you, you don't have time to come to shows and stuff like that, but you would have liked it there. Like you would have said, like it's, it was the most amount of people that would never. We, I don't know, I wouldn't know where to get that group of people to come see us play, and they right. fucking loved it. They loved it. They fucking screamed. They cheered. Do you like, guys sell CDs after the show? Uh, no, we don't. We uh, we sold out of them, so we don't. Have oh, any more there's CDs. no more. That's it. Not, but we'll we'll make some more. But and we'll and the new record there'll be a CD. But uh, we sold a couple of T-shirts. But uh, yeah, we would have done really well if we had music there. They were fucking great. It was amazing. It was an amazing night. And I think it's the same place that we tried to go to years ago. With David Cross uh, went downtown, and he was like, "I got to take you to this party," and it was down the street. I think it was on Spring. It was in an old hotel, and we went up to the top of the to went to the top to the roof. It was a rooftop party, and it was over. And then we're like, "Oh, that's weird," because we had a flyer for it. And it was like, "Oh, we have you know hundreds of people on the roof of the road, this hotel." And we went back down, and then we went down by this down and out bar, and there was police tape across the street. There you go. There we are. All right, now, man. Now it's crime rock. Yeah. Oh. And we walked over, and there was just a there was like a blanket on the ground, and then a cop walked over and yanked the blanket off. Where a dude had fallen from the roof. Oh, that's a that'll fuck up a party. That'll fuck up your di- like. I, have you seen a dead body before? Yeah, couple. He was all twisted and fucking. And here's what it was: he was on the roof with his friends at the party we were supposed to go to, and goes, "Hey, check it out, guys! I'm gonna fall." And oh then he no! Fell off no! The roof. No! Yeah, that Gr- guy always falls right there. That, that guy, guy always, always falls. falls right out of a movie. Hey guys, check it out! Ah, and Boom. they're like, "Tommy, don't! Tommy, Tommy!" Yeah, and Tommy did. And, and then blood you got and oh good it was fucked up. Imagine like you get a call and like your son uh, died. How how what happened? How did he die? Well, <laughs> do you know what a fucking idiot is? <laughs> like the worst, dude. Yeah. Like the worst. Did he die saving someone? Did he nope. was it a tragic crime? No. Nope. He was showing everybody that he was that he that uh, he was pretending that he was falling off the roof and then he fell off the roof. <laughs> How about that lady that fell out of the roller coaster? What fell the out of the roller coaster? No, fell no, out of the roller coaster. It didn't just fall out of the roller coaster. Got in the seat and said, "Hey, I don't think this is only on right." Only one click. And dude goes, Supposed "Did it click. click?" 
And she goes, yeah. He goes, all right, you're cool. Yeah, until you go upside down and drop all the way from the highest roller coaster in all of America, screaming with your family in the car with you. That's why I would never go to, I I don't do rides. I like rides, but now I'm thinking I don't. Well, go read about these fucking parks. There was a Six Flags, I feel like it was in Virginia or something. That the hospital had a nick nickname for like accident flags or something like because they had so many people coming in without feet anymore. Are you talking about blood flags? Yeah, blood flags. The the um, uh, roller coasters are notorious for taking off people's feet for whatever reason. So you get a lot of people who lose body parts on. But you don't hear about those guys. Do you know what Disneyland does? Disneyland has a very low uh, rate of accidents and deaths. Because they, they have a designated spot where if someone something happens to someone, they throw them in, an, in a Disneyland ambulance right. and they quickly take them just over the border of Disneyland. So they're no longer technically in Disneyland. So when the, when the ambulance comes to pick them up, the record isn't that they were on Disneyland property. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the magic of the mouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> You don't have to sell me this country because I'm buying. I'm in. I'm in. I love it. Love this. I love who we are. I love what yeah. that is. Yeah. The um. Uh, I I saw once uh uh a a pornographic film. I feel like we took a left turn. Where the girl, it took it was the girl. Like I didn't. You didn't know. They didn't say this, but this girl and there's a group of guys and oh, uh, and. Uh, and they're all taking turns, and then all of a sudden oh. you hear, <laughs> and the whole room shakes. She was, they were fucking her under the little shack. No, at a roller coaster. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. They were. And every once in a while, you would hear the roller coaster whip above the roof of where they were fucking, and the whole place would shake. That's almost. 3D. And they would all laugh. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That might have been in Sex Flags. I wonder if anybody got you that idea. You let that go right by. Yeah, it wasn't that good. I, <laughs> I, I wonder if anybody got that idea from watching Woody Allen's movie "Take the Money and Run," where he, I think he grew up on a roller co- under a roller coaster in that movie. Did he? Yeah, I believe so. If I'm correct. I mean, you generally see Woody Allen's influence in porn. I do. I see it everywhere. Yeah. Every time I see an, a really old man fucking a young Asian girl, there's his daughter. <laughs> I think that's Woody Allen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He's trying stand-up again. No. He's going to... No, no, no. He's going to start doing stand-up again. Somebody, a friend of mine, who was it? Somebody saw him at a banquet, and he did time. Really? Yeah, and they said it was fucking amazing. He's apparently a huge fan of Louis C.K. and Daniel Tosh. <laughs> Are you laughing because it's you're making that up? Or are you saying that because it's true? No, I'm totally making that up. Oh my he God. loves Tasho. Well, he loves it. I love tacos, <laughs> so I get that. Tosh 2.0. No, I am going to go see uh, Bill Cosby is coming, and I've never seen him. Oh, he's amazing. You've seen him live? When I was a kid, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go see him. Well, I saw Gallagher when I was a kid, and I thought he was good. So I think it's on a different level now. I think I would. I've heard about the new Cosby Show. The new the, his most I, somebody I just talked to just went and saw him. I hear it's incredible. Um, or I hear is it's, it sad? it's long. Like, is it because he keeps sleeping and waking up? Or <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've I've heard it can be a little luxury, and I and it's like uh, if, are your tickets for it four in the afternoon? I don't think so. Should they be? Yeah. 
I think that's when he does his shows. What? At four. I think they're like four in the afternoon. He does his shows at like four, and then they're like two or three hours. That's, that's just him. That's and he's insane. Sitting, and he's sitting. Does he? S- oh, no. I'm thinking of Marin. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Doug Benson. Oh, I love Benson. His shows are at 420, so, bro. So is is Bill Cosby a stoner? Is he doing 420 shows? Or are he they... and Benson are doing the same show. Oh, wow. Well, that's cool. And they're not, not too dissimilar if you think about the two of them. No, they're... They're very similar. They came from similar backgrounds and places, and I get Doug Benson and Bill Cosby confused all the time. <laughs> yeah, you uh, do you like Doug, Lo- Doug loves pudding? Pops. <laughs> That's such an old joke. <laughs> no one. First of all, nobody knows what pudding pops are anymore. Do they even have pudding pops anymore? Yeah, they do. Yeah, but they're yeah. not like they were. Like when pudding pops came out, they were like. They were like the shit. Like they the everyone, shit. like yeah. they blew up. Like pudding pops were no joke. I know, but you guys weren't here. All when... popsicles fucking t- ate, 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 ate shit as soon as things like people started making, you know, hey, what if I put ice cream between two chocolate chip cookies? Like nobody gives a shit about a popsicle. Yeah, but we, had, but we had ice cream between two chocolate chip cookies in San Francisco forever. It's it, man. And pudding pops. I know, but the it's out. it is not anything like what they're like now. I mean, they're even better now. Shut your fucking mouth. The it's it's like okay. What? And now there's better. Does anybody like you? I mean, is there any people out there that, that like you? me? Yeah. Um, I I got <laughs> one at last week that I think somebody liked me. The fuck? Don't ever. We don't talk shit about the it's it on this show. <laughs> the it's it is like only okay comparatively. Let me kick you in the face. Because it was like a it was like a gin. It was like a like a. Mm-hmm. Gingerbread well, cookie, right? And then the ice cream. Go eat a dick. <laughs> I don't think that's the right response. Also, you don't know what eat a dick means. What does it mean? It means have an it's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you say Cosby's show is a little bit lecturing after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's a lot lecturing. I hope you guys liked your lecture today, by the way. Go to Astoy Merchandise. The book comes out the 23rd. The Rainy Monarchs record comes out in September. Uh, the single should be out next week. I know I keep saying that. but people And people really liked that you put it on the last time. And people really liked it. So thank you. Um, I have an album out called Shame Chamber. It's on iTunes. Bank yep, camp. we got two new Shame. We have a new Shame Chamber shirt that's fucking awesome. The sandwich on the front. Go get that motherfucker. Get and that then shit. get the T-shirt with Mike and I on the front. Black Sweater Massacre. And buy the, um, buy the fucking... Man around a tank top for ladies. How hot is that? It's pretty he's hot, a man Greg. In a piranha. It's pretty People hot. Forget about the fact that he's a man in a piranha. Well, I don't think they do now because you just told him. He's a man and a piranha. So uh, no, 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 no. our next live podcast will be at Meltdown in yep. Los Angeles on August twenty third. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's a Friday night. Uh, Friday night at nine p.m. We got our old slot back. We got our old slot back, um, and we're putting our new dick in it. <laughs> is that what we're doing? No, I don't think so. <laughs> How disappointing am I as a partner? I mean, enough that I cry for four hours after you leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand the dollop now. Um, and then uh, we're gonna do. We're also gonna do. We're gonna do an event in late September at the Improv. It'll be one night, right? It'll be one night, and the first show is Dave and I doing stand up, and the second show is uh, us doing a podcast. Yeah. So uh, and, and I think there'll be a way that you can buy tickets for both if you want to see that much of us. Uh, Ugh. Yep. Oh, oh, and the fucking Rainy Monarchs and uh, Bring the Rock at uh, are going to be at Outside Lands on August 11th in San Francisco. Dave um, Hill. Remember you, Bruce McCullough. Remember we talked Nick about Thune doing the podcast, and then they, I guess they they heard I, it. They asked. And I said yes, and then then nothing ever happened. 
I think they, I think Janet listened to the podcast <laughs> and said, "I don't know how this goes on out in a, out in the field." Yeah, I understand. I don't actually, but uh, so uh, well. That's what fisticuffs are for. I know it. Uh, all right, let's sign off like we usually do. Later, girl. <laughs> Later, girl. Glitter done.